Good afternoon, everyone, and you're all very welcome here to the Sports and So here on Scarif Bay Community Radio in association with Derek Credit Union on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM and on the tuning app. And on today's show, it's predominantly camogie and hurling. And what a weekend of sport we have here in East Clare. And we're going to be joined by our guests, Ollie Noon of Fecal Kilinina, David Sullivan of Scarif Ogunlo, Brendan Foley of Smith O'Brien's, Michael Sheedy of Ogunlo, and our overall analysis of all action of the weekend is going to be joined by our regular corporate center here, Pat McNamara. And we welcome a member of the Fecal Kilinina management here as they prepare for that intriguing Munster Junior Club final later on today, uh, later on against Ken Morris, the seasoned Ken Morris of Kerry. It's a man very good to see here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. Ali Noon, Ali, you're welcome once again. Thanks, Leo. Good to be here. Ali, this is supposed to be the quiet time of the year, but in, in fact, it is more the busiest time of the year now, probably the most important game ever in the history, the short history of Fiekel Kilnina. Fiekel and Kilnina both have great tradition in Camogie since they joined together. It has been a, 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 a great amalgamation. Now as one club, first year in existence, you know, it's the Munster Club final delayed from last year. Yeah, it is. It's, uh, I suppose, um, grateful that it's on. Um, very disappointed last year that, you know, we got to the final stage in a week before covid you know, kicked everything to, to touch. But yeah, we're, we're delighted to get a chance and since prevail there in the year that this final's going ahead and we're really looking forward to it. Ali, I suppose maybe, you know, in hindsight, is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? You've had a year uh, playing senior Camogie, um, a very competitive year. You also are on a winning streak of winning Division 2. Also won a very prestigious Glimrom Shield. Unlucky not to make the playoff stages. You know, you're, you're, you were lucky to lose by a point to an opposition who are playing the Munster senior final uh, tomorrow. Has it been um, to your benefit, or what do you think, of the year? Oh, I definitely think it has. I mean, we're obviously, with a young team, we're a year older and wiser. Um, we've come through five good, hard championship matches. Um, you know, we, we won three of those. Um, we, we didn't get results in two, but we had some good performances and patches of those. So I think definitely we've matured as a team. Uh, this year has been, has been good for us. It has played out well, you know, we, we got the league win through July, August and then we had a break before championship and even now having the senior B championship, that's kept us a motivation for training. You know, a lot of our girls are away during the week, but we still have four or five girls that we do a bit of work on a Wednesday night and then Friday nights we're back into it again and we've had great, you know, turnout of training the last couple of weeks and, and really focused on, on this weekend. Yeah, and Ali, I suppose, you know, going back to the club championship, as you said, you were competitive in all games, winning the, the Shield, the Senior B was a big one, you know, at least it kept girls coming to the field. Now, there was no motivation for, you know, with the Munster final on the horizon, but it kept training and, and competitively, competitive. Oh, it has. It has, yeah. Like, I mean, you know, we have a group of girls, you know, all fighting for the starting position, which is great. And that's what you want at this level. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's not easy for girls to come back every weekend from college. And we have girls in Dublin, Cork, Kerry, you know, Galway and Limerick. And long journeys, but in fairness, they're all making every effort to get back and try and get the bit of weekend work in as well. So we've had to balance it and, and try to get the right, I suppose, the right way of doing it. But so far, so good. But yeah, I mean, when you have a monster final, you know it's coming. Um, it's definitely something to, to whet the appetite and keep girls motivated. Oddie, you, you remember well last year, the day below in, in, in Dungalvin, and I suppose it was the day, you know, everyone was talking about COVID and this and that. That was the day, it was a scare. It, it was a, you know, is the match going to go ahead? Is it not going to hit? Go ahead. It was, you know, fraught with danger down that time. I suppose it was the first day we got a reality into what the COVID situation really is like. You know, you were saying, is there any light in the, in the tunnel? 
fair play to everybody that got the games played. And here we are now, 12 months on. You know, it's a long time to be waiting for a final. You know, the preparation has been the most intense preparation ever for a Munster final. Should be to your benefit, Dwally. It should, it should. And, and I mean, you know, to say that, like, I mean, we have girls, majority of our girls have been training since last January. I mean, they trained for three or four months again through restrictions and online at home. And we've had a really long summer. We've had a lot of challenge matches between the league and the championship. So it's been a long year. But at the same time, I mean, you can see from the girls like that they're really looking forward to the weekend. They're looking forward to the getting outside clear. It's new to us, you know, and we're a young team. Um, you know, we've we've had good success in finals in the last 12 months and we're, we're hoping to keep that keep that record on, on, on Saturday. There's no doubt about the deficit. One thing I was going to come to, your record in finals is, is, is hard to beat. You know, when the hardest maybe is getting there. When you get yeah. there, you're definitely hard to beat. You're coming up against a formidable opposition, Ali, Clan Morris. No, you know, they've been on the road quite a while. They've won this championship before. It beggars belief to me how they can still play in the same uh, club championship, you know. Do you think having played senior championship is an advantage? No, we don't know a whole lot of what their preparation has been. They're the only team in Kerry, but basically it is the Kerry senior team. It is, yeah, and, you, and you'd, you'd have to wonder, like, I mean, what level of preparation they've been able to do. I mean, they're not back at county training probably yet until next month, but in saying that, we've had a good championship, so there's probably an advantage there. But in saying that, like, Clamaris have played four or five teams in, in the county intermediate this year and performed well in all of them. We're very unlucky not to qualify for the All-Ireland Series, you know, I think missed out on scoring difference. So, like, they are formidable. They're a settled group. Um, you know, they've had good victories in the last couple of years. Um, and, I mean, they'll fancy their chances of not winning this championship, probably the next one as well, which is, they're probably going to be in too. Like, so, um, they are experienced, but we're hoping, I suppose, that we'll bring no fear on, on Saturday. We'll bring go out and, and just throw everything at it. And, and if we can play our game, I think we have enough to trouble them. And I suppose uh, looking at their opposition, at the opposition, then look at their household name. Now there's household names in the Fecal Kinina side, which we'll talk about in a moment. But looking at these household names for Ken Morris, and two stick out to mind. You know, Deke, Patrice Deke, and Lorna Parker, and for me, a very underrated player, Jackie Hogan on Digital Square. Yeah, definitely. And, and this was I, I've had the opportunity to watch them play on online mainly this year and, and last year, but. Definitely, yeah. I mean, Patrice Deegan is, is a fine athlete. Um, comes up with a lot of scores and, you know, very direct hurler comes down to the middle. So we'll have to watch that and, and, you know, plan for it. And you're right, Leo. I mean, Jackie Horgan has contributed, holds the ball up very well and, and comes on a lot of scores and, and holds ball for a forward. So, you know, she's going to probably be in there at the edge of the square. But, I mean, I'm hoping that Eileen Daly will keep her busy as well. So um, Eileen's been going really well this year. In fairness, a, f- a fantastic championship. Another very underrated player, Eileen Daly. You know, you know what you see is what you get. There's no... No frills, no, 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 you know, palaver. Simple does the job. Simple job does it well. Oh, absolutely. I mean, Eileen, very dependable. Um, you know, I had a really good year this year at fullback and, and been very solid. And, you know, I mean, you, you want that. You want your central positions to be strong. Um, and, you know, a couple of games where we went out of it, it's, it's that's where we probably lost the games was those central positions. So it has been going really well the last four or five weeks. And if we can keep that going for this weekend, uh, we'll have every chance. Ali, it's going to be contrasting styles. You know, you know what Clan Morris are going to come, are going to bring. You're able to play a more expensive game. You like to open the game wide. Okay, you're able to mix it up and down as well. There's no doubt about that. You know, great players uh, in Fika Kinina, young players that are going to you know have proved themselves that they're capable at playing at the higher level. Even today, even though it's their first year at it. Oh, absolutely. I mean, all these girls have played at a good level at underage and they've all won minor championships and a lot of them have represented Clare at underage level. So even though the team collectively is is young, I mean, I think our average age is about 20, 21, um, you know, we, we are coming into it on a good run um, and we do play, 
you know, if let, um, we do play a very open game and we like to put the ball, you know, to our forwards who are well capable of racking up fairly good scores, you know, so um, we'll be hoping for the same this weekend. Ali, I suppose it's fair to say, you know, that if this match was in summer conditions, it would probably suit your, your team a lot better. The only thing is the game on in Mellow, nice field, you know, if it's on in the main field, hopefully it will be. Probably, hopefully you'll get a chance to play that expensive game. Yeah, that's the hope. I mean, the, the week has been dry, so the ground should be reasonably, you know, should be faster than what we've played in the last couple of weeks. Um, you know, we played in Shannon there two weeks ago, and it was heavy going uh, after 10 or 15 minutes, and it probably didn't suit us, but we were able to hold out. And I think that was a measure of, you know, something to bridge throughout us. Like, I mean, physically they were probably stronger than us, but we were able to hold out, and we battled in a lot of positions, and, you know, we were able to get, like I said, 117 and a kind of a wet, miserable day is, is good score on any day you go out, you know, this time of the year. Once you get 18 scores, you're very rarely beaten. Ali, you know, there must be a tremendous buzz in Volfiklik and Nina. You know, a lot of the time, the, 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 the Leds take the limelight. Now, the Munster finals, they don't come around, you know, very, very often. You know, you have to embrace the occasion and make the most of it. Oh, yeah, and look, to be fair, like, I think all around the parish now for the last couple of days, you're seeing the bit of the colours going up and in shop fronts and in pubs and in, in households like so, and, like, our... Our PRO in the club is doing a great job in promoting the final this weekend. And I think everyone's behind us. We're, we're expecting, I mean, obviously we don't know what COVID like, but we're expecting a good crowd to travel down Saturday. Um, you know, obviously with the Scarif Agonna through Clonera game on, you know, locally as well, it's probably going to draw some people that might go to that game, but it is what it is. But I think we'll have good support and, and, and the girls are really looking forward to it. Ali, you mentioned an important point there, COVID, right? It's, we're in the middle of the week here at the, at the moment. You know, there's still a few days to go. It must be, you know... Looking at yourself, scratching the bit of hair that you have left, I, 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 I left there, you know, at this moment in time, worrying about players. It is a constant team of all managements and all panels, you know, the worry of, because it's so prevalent out there, you know, anyone now at this stage, you know, speaking up, would be a tremendous loss. Yeah, I, I, oh, absolutely. And I mean, you know, myself and Jared Conway would talk very frequently about Camogie and plans and every time I see his number come up on the phone now, there's almost a bead of sweat in case there's anyone that, you know, it has, it has been unfortunate because I think at this stage it's it's going to be luck, you know. I mean, like I said, we've got spread all over the country um, and you'd hate for anyone to miss out, be it management or be it a player or even a you know, a family of a player to lose out this weekend because it is a special occasion um, regardless of the result and regardless of, you know, what's going on before. It's a big day out for us and, you know, our first couple of years together as, as a club, uh, it's huge for us and, and we're treating with that respect as well, like, you know. And I suppose, Ali, as well as the players, they've given it everything, Ali, their discipline has been, you know, exemplary, you know, to, to mind themselves, to get them to this stage and, you know, hopefully it, everything will be, cross fingers will go well on, on Saturday, you know. It would be great to be looking forward to an All-Ireland series after Saturday. It would. Um, like to be honest, we haven't we haven't thought about. I don't even know what format the championship takes after after Saturday. Um, like we've been probably fifteen months or fourteen months waiting for this game, uh, and it's coming now. It's in front of us in a couple of days' time, and we'll go down. We'll give our best account of ourselves. If that's good enough, it's good enough. Um, I think if we bring our performance, it will be, um, and we worry about all Ireland series uh, on Monday or Tuesday. Ali Noon, you're very good to come in and talk to us here on Scarif Bay Community Radio. We wish all of Fika Kinnina, the management and the players and supporters, the very best of luck and a safe journey to and from Mellow and hopefully at the end, around half one on, on Saturday, coming home with the Munster Junior Championship. Ali Noon, thank you very, very much. Thanks, Leo.
And once again, thanks to Ollie Noon uh, from Fecal Kinina for joining us. And once again, we wish him the best of luck. We now go from the Munster Junior Final to the eagerly awaited uh, Clare Senior uh, Camogie Final replay between Scarif Ogunla and through Clannera. And once again, we are delighted to be joined on the line here by the Scarif Ogunla manager. And then we're getting to know quite well uh, throughout the, the championship season. A man who has always been gracious enough uh, and courteous enough to talk to us um, is David Sullivan. David, you're welcome once again. Thanks very much, Ed. David. Look, I suppose uh, to, to, uh, we were talking uh, two weeks ago. We were looking forward to the the, the first, the first, uh, obviously the, the county final. You know, a great occasion, and you know, as it turned out, both sides could have won it. Both sides could have lasted. We go again this weekend, David. And what's your thoughts uh, out so many days out from the final? Uh, look, I suppose uh, on reflection of the last day, you know, I, I watched the game back a couple of times there, and. Uh, First time, probably just as a neutral, just to sit down and just watch it as, as someone maybe that wasn't involved. Uh, and, and that perspective, it was a fantastic game at Camogie. Um, you know, both sides probably should have won it at different stages, and both sides probably should have lost it at different stages. And uh, you know, it was a real great advertisement for Camogie. And uh, and you know, in fairness, everyone that took the field the last day, the heart and endeavour to to win for their families, their their fellow teammates, uh, and, and their club was just fantastic. Uh, you know. Saturday is going to be a different game, you know, replay takes on a life of its own, you know, it's, uh, I think the caginess will be over, I think, you know, both teams will have got the grips with each other from the last day, so probably we'll see maybe more open game, more expansive game, and uh, it's a game we're really looking forward to, look, uh, I think everyone was saying the last day would probably benefit Troop being their first county final, but we have a lot of girls too, the last day, six or seven that we're talking out in the first ever experience of a county final as well, so what will do for Troop? The last day will do the same for us, you know, and uh, we're really looking forward to it and we can't wait for the drawing now on Saturday at half one. Yeah, and David, I suppose, as you say, no no two games are ever the same and I suppose you'll be looking to the last day world wins start. It would be great to get a start like that again. But as you said, you know, it is going to take on a life of its own. Uh, it, is, it is. And to be honest with you, I think no matter who starts well on Saturday, I don't think the other team is ever going to go away. I think that's just this is going to go down to the wire on Saturday, you know, and uh, obviously we'll be hoping for a fast start like the last day and, and, you know, try to be more clinical than we were. But I know if we get that lead, they're going to stay at us. And I think they found out to their to their heartbreak last Saturday week that, you know, even if they get up on us, there's only minutes to go. We're not going to go away either. So, uh, look, it could be a case that it could be an unsung hero that maybe someone doesn't expect anything from and Saturday might stand up and, be the match winner that tends to be the case in the replay that all the best players seem to cancel each other out and be well marked and you know maybe one of our lesser likes maybe that mightn't get too much credit for what they've done this year might just stand up and be the hero come Saturday evening and uh, it doesn't matter to us who does it or what way we do it we just want to bring the McMahon Cup back to the Scarif of Gunlaw Parish on Saturday evening one way or the other and David, as you said, you know, there were six or seven girls playing for Scarafogunna the last day in their first senior county final. Uh, a very young team, there's no doubt about that. And congratulations to those girls on bringing a very important trophy in the minor A uh, championship back to the parish uh, last weekend. That can only boost the confidence of these players also, um, David. Oh, it is. And I'd like to take the opportunity to say well done to the, the minor management, Derek and Anne and Aidan and, and Christine and all the players that we've We've nine um, minors on our senior squad. Um, you know, they give us uh, the, the huge talents and fairness to them. And, uh, you know, last Saturday to be the first ever minor team in the club to win a minor eight championship is only going to help our cause next Saturday. You know, then girls were back in training again on Sunday morning doing a recovery session with our, our strength and conditioning coach Ronan and uh, all in great form, all fully bounced and ready to go. So, 
you know, I'm hoping that, that the rest of the senior girls would see that the light that was in the parish last Saturday and would see what it means to a team in the parish to win the county final and uh Hopefully them nine minors will, will bring that winning mentality with them on Saturday and uh, you know they'll drive us over the line along with the rest of the senior girls and, and we get to taste two big major titles in two weeks in the parish. David, you know, the, the last it, it was a heart-hitting affair, you know, a lot of bodies tired and picked up niggly injuries after, after the game. How have preparations gone since, has the, with the minor final, obviously the minor girls were concentrating on the minor final uh, for the first week. Do you think it's been a help uh, to, to or, or, or a hindrance at this stage, you know, that you know that the, the preparations were that small bit fragmented the first week? Oh, no, it's, it's, no, it, it's a huge help, to be honest, like, uh, Last Saturday was a, a huge step in a further step in, in the club's history to win a first ever minor A, like added to a first ever senior A title only two years previous to that. You know the the club is developing all the time, so you know the best preparation for any any team is to have part of your panel win win a final in between the the drawing game and the replay. So I look and I always pay credit to the younger girls in the in the panel, but I must say that the senior girls the last couple of weeks, like we were training without the minors a couple of nights and. You know, they they came in and they they give it everything as, as they normally do. You know, and uh, preparations have been good. They have been good. And to be honest, I don't think we needed to do a whole pile in the two weeks anyway. And um, you know, they're not going to get any fitter, or any stronger, or any better at hurling in, in the two weeks. It's we just reviewed the game and and, and pointed out a couple of things that we need to to build or to learn from and. And, and kind of improve on and then we just kind of picked on the strong points in the last day and just make sure we continue to do that and maybe get a little bit better at it the next day so uh, no preparations have been great look and there'll be no excuses we, we're going to we're not going to Broadford for any other reason on Saturday only to bring home the McMahon Cup and that's our attitude and um, you know we can't wait for it now and we're, we're all set and injury free and everyone is raring to go and, and David, I suppose you know that's 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 very good to hear. And we know there's no doubt there's a, a winning mentality in, in the Scarfo Gunder squad. David, has it been difficult with um, you know all that's going on with COVID and everything going on at the moment? You know, uh, to try and and keep the girls free. And I know they're very very disciplined. To be fair, we had Ali Noon. He said, Dave, Dave, every time the phone rings, he sees a number come up. He's worried. Is there is there someone? Is there something? Is there a, has there is there a problem developing or whatever? You know, how how would you cope with all that? Uh, to be honest, we keep in constant contact with the girls about us, you know, we keep reminding them of their responsibility to, to themselves and their teammates, you know, because we catch COVID in between the drawing game and the replay, the chances are with 10 days and all of that, you're out of it. So the girls knew themselves and they know themselves that, you know, they have to look after themselves in, in a proper manner because, you know, I, I can do nothing for them or the club can do nothing for them if, if they make the, the wrong choices and they catch COVID and they have to miss the final, you know, we have to follow the guidelines and that. But thankfully, I'm dealing with a very sensible and as you say, a very driven group who who buy into what I say to them and they're buying into trying to win this title as well. So I, I had no worries of COVID the last couple of weeks, you know, in fairness. I trust the girls, I, 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 you know, that they can be responsible enough to look after themselves and make the right decisions. And, you know, it's great for me as a management a manager, along with my manager team, that we can feel that we can trust the girls to do the right things and not constantly having to, to worry about the phone ringing. So, uh, no, in terms of preparation with COVID and all that, no, we, we've been 100% and uh, as I said, we're all sitting ready to go for Saturday. Uh, you said you've analysed the game, which is no doubt you've analysed the game uh, quite intensely since the last day, uh, David. You know, through Clendera, look at their top-class team, they wouldn't be in the final other, other than that. Have you learned anything new about through Clendera that you hadn't known already? Uh, I think I, I commented to a few people after the game, you know, I was at a few of their games this year and it's all right when you're standing 
behind the wire and you're you're looking on and you're not really in, in, involved in the game because your team is not playing and you know you, you pick up certain things but until you actually play that team that's when you kind of get the learning of exactly what they're like and um, you know up close and personal last Saturday I've probably seen things that you know I probably hadn't noticed in, in, in the games previously that I'd watched from them so yeah we've took a few learnings you know we um, I was very impressed with the way they, they dug in and found their way back into the game especially after the, the start of the second half and uh, we watched that period closely you know during the week just to make sure that we were able to counteract what they did in that 15-20 minutes at the start of the second half and uh, it's a case of just those trying to make the start that we made last week and uh, just stay driving on. Um, I suppose we haven't spent too much time on troops because at the end of the day, we have to look after our own performance as well and have to make sure that our heads are right and we play the game that we want to play. But certainly, yeah, we've we've looked at certain aspects of their game from the last day that caused us trouble and uh, we'd like to think that we've We've everything prepared now to make sure that we've we've all that counteracted for the next day. And uh, as long as we give a performance, I'm I'm 100 confident that we will be good enough to win on Saturday. David, there's a great camaraderie between the players and 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 the, and the management. It's just everything, the vibe and everything, energy is just so positive. You know, it is going to be a great occasion again on Saturday. Um, as you said, you think you have enough in the in the tank uh, to get over the line. Yeah, well, look, I honestly, I go to the end of the world for these group of girls. You know, uh, it's not easy driving up that road from Gartini up to Mount Shannon into Whitegate. And, you know, I've done it 97 times this year. And uh, it's a test your mentality and your resolve. But I never I, I never have trouble doing it because I know what's at the end of that road is a group of players who give me absolutely everything. And, uh, you know, I don't think there's another team who would have so many new players just drafted onto their team and do what we've done this year, you know, and that's great testament to all of them, not just the younger players, but the older players for taking the younger girls on board and minding them and, you know, looking after them and, and getting them up to the speed of what Tina Hurland is like. But uh, oh, the camaraderie is brilliant, you know, we've great crack and train and we get on so well with each other and, uh, you know, all it's missing now is that cup and, you know, like, that's what our aim is on Saturday is we've had a fantastic year you know we've been unbeaten in the championship so far and the crown jewel will be adding that cup on Saturday and trust me when I say this Leo we're, we are going to give this absolute hell and whether it has to go to a free taking competition at the end or whether it's two bouts of extra time or whether it's settled in 60 minutes Scarif Law are going to be there till the final whistle battling for that cup on Saturday and uh, you know I just uh, I hope I hope we get over the line now because I think the girls effort and application and the way they have responded to me this year deserves nothing more than, than to be county champion come next Saturday and there's no doubt as you said the, mente- the mente- mentality and resolve of Eve was well tested the last day in Clarecastle it can only augur well for Scarif Ogundo, uh, on Saturday in the county final we wish David we wish yourself the management team all the players and the club the very best of luck as you hope as you try to bring back the McMahon Cup back to Scarif here on, on Saturday and what a great occasion that be David Sullivan as always you're very courteous to us we thank you very much God bless No problem no. thanks very much for like long of all and once again thanks to David Sullivan uh, for taking the time to talk to us here and we wished him the very best of luck in the county final replay on Saturday now we turn from the sport to Camogie and what a busy weekend we have in the, in the sport of hurling here as well this weekend here in East Clare and two teams who have really shot out the lights uh, in East Clare this year they're near neighbours down there uh, down by Loch Derg. it's uh, Smith O'Brien's who won the Intermediate Championship and they're near neighbours Ogunlo who won the Junior A Championship and both are in Munster Club action 
this weekend. And, and first up, it's Smith O'Brien's who take on the Waterford champions Dunhill from Waterford on, on Saturday. And we're joined uh, by a man well known to all listeners here on Scarlet Bay Community Radio, a member of the backroom team in Smith O'Brien's. It's Brendan Foley. Brendan, you're welcome once again to Scarlet Bay Community Radio. How are you, lads? You well? We're all well here, Brendan, all well. The most important thing, though, is how are all in Smith O'Brien's, Brendan, as they look forward to uh, this, this journey in the Munster Club Intermediate Campaign? All good, Leo. All good. Camp is good. Um, the partying is well and truly over. Uh, they had a week off after the county final. I think a lot of them were burned out after the third night. Um, but, uh, no, we took a week off and... Uh, we we've the bones of seven or eight sessions done now since the county final. Uh, we've been ramping it up. They've done a good bit of physical work the first two nights. We're back to burn out whatever was in the system, and that's well and truly gone now. And they've really focused in on on getting ready for this monster quarter final. Um, you know it's a great time down here on the club. Uh, opportunities like this don't come around too often. Uh, to play in a Munster Championship and um, in fairness to the players they've really embraced it uh, and they're driving training well and you know we've as you know we don't have lights but we've we've uh, we have an indoor facility that we've used and we've trained in Tulla uh, for a night and we've trained in Caroloan so you know we've, we've got out onto the field as well to do a bit of training which is important for this time of year as well so yeah training has gone well they're really, they're really, really now uh, up in the ante. So uh, really looking forward to it. Yeah, and I suppose Brendan, as you said, like the 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 the, the, the burnout factor came in after about three days. But I suppose there was a lot of, you know, in fairness, they, it, it was a massive win against St Joseph's. They were entitled entitled uh, to celebrate the, the win, which they done in style. There's no doubt about that. But it, it, again, knowing the mentality of the players, Brendan, thoughts turned to the Munster Club Championship. And, and in fairness to all the lads, they've embraced uh, the challenge and are, must be, are looking forward to the game on Saturday, Brendan. Oh, yeah, without a shadow of an out. Like, you know, like, you know it's, a, it's a great occasion. Like, you know, um, like not many clubs, you know. Like we 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 we're starved down here of success, and there's a lot of clubs like us. And like you know, when you get the opportunity, and when you win something, and like you know, as I said, to you, I think talking after the county final, the players made the statement themselves and said they enjoyed a few days, but they wanted to have a crack at the Munster club. And you know, like you're, it's it's a great honour to be going out to Clare uh, from here representing your county. You know, so. It's it's absolutely fantastic, but the players have really, really driven this. Like you know, um, it was very easy. It was a great atmosphere coming back into training um, on the Monday night when we went back. Uh, there was a buzz. There was a good field factor in the club, um, and you know, it's 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 really great. Like you know, and our neighbours are, are, are up the road from as well are, are out as well. Like you know, and I'd like to wish them the very, very best of luck with going luck in the Munster Club as well but like you know for for the two parishes nearby to be out the same weekend I don't think you would have wrote, wrote you, you, you could have wrote, found out like or well not really find out but like you know you couldn't have scripted it like to say that we'd be out the Munster Club in the same weekend but it's absolutely great you know for, for both clubs 
Yeah, and there's no doubt about it. You'll be talking about Loch Derg in the end of November to be about uh, eels and salmon and whatever we're passing up. But this, this year, tis tis mostly mostly hurling uh, that we're talking about. And also, you know, great win for Scarif Ogunlo in the Under 21A Championship, and they're in their uh, semi final of that as well. So look at hurling is on a major high. Brendan, do you think you know being involved yourself and you know, from the club down there, you were in a Munster club um, many years ago when you won the intermediate the last time, and maybe safe to suffice to say that maybe the preparations weren't all that they should have been at that time for the, for the Munster Club but that you've drawn on that experience as a management team this time and have hammered it home to the players that this is a massive opportunity oh, 100% there you're, you're, you're bang on like you know like when we wanted no fourth it was our first time and um, I suppose we, there's no point in hiding we, we celebrated and really celebrated like you know we didn't I don't think we have there was maybe one or two training sessions for the Munster Club and I think you know the most regretful thing about that campaign was we played Kiladangan in the Munster uh, semi-final and with nine minutes to go in that match after doing no training there was only a point in it you know um, and that was that was a regret and would you believe it it's, it's a regret that has stuck with a lot of us that, that was on that panel to say Maybe maybe we missed an opportunity, but like you know, you, you, as you say, you learn from. I won't say it was a mistake, but it was an experience. And um, like you know, it was the one thing that was said. If geez, have we ever got there again, like you know, it is worth the crack, and it is worth the crack because not many clubs, as I said, you get the chance to play in a monster club. And when the chance comes around, you might still embrace it. You know, it's great. It's great to look back on in time, but. Uh, They've really, really put their soul into the wheel over the last couple of weeks in training. Um, you know, and they're really embracing. They're really looking forward to it. And, you know, um, we have we have a cache of jerseys, I think, at the, uh, with, with Dunhill. Dunhill. yeah. And so we, we've we've changed. Uh, we have uh, hopefully a new set of jerseys on the way, sponsored by Walsh's Bear, the top of the town. So uh, it'll be interesting. I say a lot of people might be shocked. We've got a lovely black. Is a black with a red, red through it. So um, we could be the men in black by Saturday evening. Right. So hopefully we are. Um, you know, but uh, like you know, we know the challenge that we face against Sunhill. It's massive. They're they're a fine side. I've seen them now uh, a couple of games. Say they're on YouTube and that they're a good, strong side, physical side, uh, well able to hurl. Uh, you know, they put 22 points on the board uh, the day of their county final. Um, there's a Casey there, chap, uh, full forward. I think he was there back in Davies' time at Watford, very experienced guy. He got 13 points in that county final. And yeah, good, 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 good hurler, good hurler. Good hurler, you know. So, like, you know, we know the challenge that faces, you know, Watford hurling is on a, an upward curve, like, since over the last number of years they're like you know you see the way their seniors are going and that has an effect too when you look at Belly Gunner the way they go about their business in the Munster Club and like you know Dunhill are stepping up now into the senior ranks as well so like you know as Tony the manager says we're a senior club now and every team you play in this competition is a senior team yeah, and that's a very, a very important point, and it's lovely to be called, be, be called out as a senior club. Brendan, there's no doubt that in these games, uh, you know, you're playing home advantage has to come for something. You know, they have a long journey to travel. Uh, you know, to for the game on on on, on Saturday, and it has to count. Maybe to give you a two, three point start. You'll be hoping, Leo. You'll be hoping. You know what I mean? Because it is a long journey from Dunhill up to Um 
you know, and like I suppose not many of them would have played either in in Cusick Park. Uh like you know, but like we won out in there this year and it went well for us, so hopefully Joe you know, that that'll count to something for us and like you know, we're already forty minutes down the road and they're two and a half hours down the road. So, you know, we'll be hoping they have a good start and get a good platform and and, and get into the game early, like, you know, so like uh it is it is a long journey, but like, you know, that you can be sure they'll have their preparations put in place and probably stop along the way. You know, for a pit stop and maybe a cup of coffee or a cup of tea or whatever, like they'll be on the road early and stretch the legs and they'll have their plan in place to, to be hitting the ground running as well. Yeah, there's no doubt. And but Brendan, surely with the with the vibe that's coming from Smith O'Brien's and I've been in Killaroo a couple of times and there's no doubt that, that all they're talking about is hurling down there. The positivity of the, the community coming together and what it has done, it has really shortened the winter in, in Killaloo and who's to say that it won't even get shortened a, a, a lot more. You hope it we'd hope it will. Uh, the players have to go, you know, feed off that energy that's been derived in the community, Brendan, and hopefully we'll we'll push them on to further glory later on on Saturday. Hopefully, hopefully, you know, like you know, they've, they're, like we couldn't ask any more of them. They've really trained well. Um, you know, we've had great numbers, even lads that's away from walking away or travelling down for training. Uh, as I said, you know, there, there's a good buzz in the camp. Um, you know, so like we just hope that everything goes well for us. Like you know, that's we've prepared well for it. There's, there's been no stone left unturned. Um, like, you know, we know the challenge that it faces. You're in a, you're in a competition. The standard is high now. It's a new competition. Um, you're, you're meeting the best from, uh, another county. And, uh, like, you know, you, 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 like the shackles are off for us. Like, you know what I mean? We, 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 our goal was to win intermediate championship. As we said, after that, everything is a bonus after that. But, we're, we're, we're going in we're going in to give it our best shot and Brendan finally is there a clean bill of health in the camp is everybody able and ready to, to give it their all for Smith O'Brien's uh, later on in Saturday yeah yeah good good uh, all good on the injury front um, whatever niggles we had going into the county final uh, the couple of weeks we've had three weeks have really uh, so helped us I suppose um, to, to get everything right you know we're, we're, we're all good on the, on the injury front thank God and uh, like you know, um, it's, it's it's all set now for for to hit the ground running on on Saturday. Brendan, as always, look, it's very good to take uh, for to talk to us here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. We wish yourself, all the management team, all the players, and all our Smith O'Brien's GA club the very best of luck as they start their Munster Club journey against Dunhill. And hopefully, that comes Saturday evening, they'll be looking forward to the semi final of the Munster Intermediate Club Championship. Brendan Foley, as always, Gormila Mahagut. Thanks very much, Leo. And once again, thanks to Brendan Foley for taking the time to talk to us and we wish him the very best of luck again also. And now we, we drive up the road a, a small bit coming here uh, up towards the Scaliff direction and we, we make a small stop off down there in the parish of Ogunlo. Ogunlo hurling on a high alto at the moment. You know, great to see them returning to intermediate ranks following that magnificent victory over Crusheen in the Junior A final uh, two, two weeks ago. And now we're joined in the line by men who has given unbelievable service on and off the field to Ogunlo. Uh, it's Michael Sheedy. Michael, you're welcome once again to Scarpe Community Radio. Hello, Leo. How are you? Not Thanks bad. very much. Good to talk to you, Michael. Michael, first of all, from all here, massive congratulations to you all once again on that magnificent uh, victory two weeks ago. In And you suppose normally you'd say when your club championship county final is over, you'd say your business is done and dusted for the year. But Michael, here as the way hurling goes now, we're in a real busy time. It's onwards and upwards and a very important Munster Club championship game uh, 
later on uh, tomorrow, Michael, against a, crowd, a team from Waterford called Bricky Rangers. That's right. Thanks very much, Leo. Yeah, we, we had a great win uh, a couple of weeks back. It was, it was absolutely fantastic. And sure, the parish is on a high sense, which is great. Uh, and as you say, it, it's it's on we go. And, and Bricky Rangers, uh, which we, I never even heard of the name, to be honest, and I don't think anybody, anybody in Ogunlo had ever heard of the name either uh, before it was announced that we were playing them. So, yeah, it's it's great to be to be uh, at this stage and to be playing in a Munster Championship representing player. Sure, it, it's, it's absolutely fantastic. And I suppose the fact that the team has played so well all the year, everybody is really looking forward to it and hope we can take a, another step at least. And there's no doubt, Michael, you, you hit the nail in the head there. Ogunla have been playing a tremendous hurling all year. You know, it, it has been success all the way, winning the Intermediate League, winning the Junior Red Championship. But I think the more pleasing point of it, even apart from the winning, Michael, is the quality of hurling that has been played by Ogunla this year. Yeah, they've played very well, Leon, and by and large, uh, they, they have played really nice hurling all throughout the year, and I suppose it's a combination of three years' work from the backroom team and from most of the players, joined by a couple of the younger lads this year, but but uh, but they've been a joy to watch all year, they, they, they've been really good, and I suppose there's no doubt, but they, they, they saved their best performance for the final, that, that they were absolutely fantastic in the first 20 minutes, like the quality of the hurling, the space they created up front, the quality of the ball, all they gave in and the scores they, they were taken were, were, was absolutely great and it gave them a great platform but but they've been doing it all year to be honest with you an odd blip here or there but but, but by and large it's been, it's been good quality stuff and hopefully now on Sunday they, they, they'll go on and do the same Yeah and it's, look at you I was going to get the odd blip you can't be perfect all the time but if there was ever a perfect uh, 20 minutes of, of hurling it was in the first half Michael as you said of the junior final again crushing in from Robert Treelan up uh, up to the corner forward and I suppose I know you, 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 you're, a, you're a modest man yourself, but in fairness to your own son, uh, Gerard, what a day uh, to really turn on, a top-class hurler for a young man, to really turn on the style, you know, and really it put uh, Crochine to the sword in the early moments. Uh, yeah, it did, Leo. He had a great match now, sure. In, in fairness to him, he was excellent. Yeah, but, but, but um, the, 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 as you say, it was a team effort and, and the quality, the, the space that was created, number one, for Henry and himself, that, that, that was key. And the, the other key, of course, was the quality of the ball, you know, from Daniel Canan and Peter English and Sean Kickers, I suppose, in particular, and others yeah. as well, you know, was absolutely first class. Like, it, it was fast and direct and 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 uh, and he was accurate, you, you know, and and uh, and they, they, they certainly Garod, I suppose, did the business on the day, but but it, it was certainly a team effort, and, and they, they played very very well. And Michael, as you said, the the, the parish is on a, an unbelievable high down there, and and quite rightly so. You know, the girls are going well; they have their county final uh, later on and on Saturday as well. But you know, it is a coming together of the community, and look, at it, it hasn't been all uh, sunshine and roses in Ogunlo in 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 the recent times. But and um, before we get back onto hurling again, I thought one of the most remarkable things uh, that the players done was, you know, they remembered their fellow Gael, a young man who, who unfortunately got his eternal reward. And I thought it's, it said a lot uh, for the attitude and the mentality of the players that even in victory, Michael, they didn't forget uh, Lord Mercy, Garrod McMahon. 
No, they didn't uh, forget Gerard Leo, and it was a lovely touch, and it, and uh, it, it was actually driven by the players. I was standing near them after they had their huddle after the presentation and the photographs, and and everything were taken, and they were just saying they were meeting uh, later on. They were to pass up by the hall or whatever, and and a couple of them said, "No, no, no, we're going to the grave first, you know, with the cup." So I I thought it it, it was very nice of them, great great for them to remember to remember him, and and uh, it, it was appreciated by the Mac. Mahan family who were actually down there as well, Pat and Carmel. You, you know, so it, it was a lovely touch, lo- lovely thing to do. And and uh, and e- even though we're finishing the year on a high, I suppose that, that certainly that brought a lot of sadness to the to the parish and to the community uh, a couple of weeks back. But it, it was a lovely touch by the players. Yeah, yeah very it, very nice. It was a tremendous gesture, which one which will never be forgotten. There's no no doubt about that. Michael, you said um, Bricky Rangers. You don't know a whole lot about them. Hadn't hardly heard of them. The one thing we do know about it, Michael, is that they're the same colour jerseys as yourselves, black and amber. They're the same as ourselves, Leo. Yeah, yeah. And we, we don't know too much about them now. From from what we hear, they're they're a senior uh football club. So so I, I'm sure that means they're going to be fast and fit and they'll probably play a running game, I, I would imagine, more than likely. So yeah, and as per regulation, both teams are changing. So so they're playing in white, which I assume is Watford, and we're playing in the clear colours ourselves. Yeah, so so that, that that's the way it's going to go. Yeah, and of course a tremendous a tremendous under a tremendous under representant uh, a clear in the Munster Junior Championship. Mm. Michael, how have preparations gone since and what is the, the state of health in the panel as they take on this challenge of Bricky Rangers? Well, preparations have gone well, Leo. In, in, in fairness to the lads, I suppose they didn't do too much Monday or Tuesday now, in, in fairness, and, which, and they, were, they were more than due that, which was great. And we had a great night on uh, on Sunday night, which was really fantastic. It, it rolled back the years for everybody in the parish. Uh, but, but the lads were back on Wednesday night, they knuckled down, great, great attendance of training. I, I, really, I was at their training session on Friday night, and it was excellent, yeah, re- really good. good. So, so, so you can take, the lads were tuned in, you know, totally tuned in and totally up for it, which is absolutely great to see. Um, we have a couple of injury worries now. Unfortunately, John O'Brien took a knock on his shoulder when he fell back there that time in the second half in the final. And Liam Hart uh, uh, broke a finger, unfortunately, at an under-21 under match at, at the weekend. So, But, but having, having said that, we fellas that came in off the bench there during the year and did a great job. And I'm sure they, they'll be ready to step up to the plate now on Sunday. And I've no doubt they will. And, you know, in fairness to oh, John O'Brien, a man who's given unbelievable service to Ogunlow, will be a huge loss, as will uh, Liam Hartin, a fellow who played quite well in the Under-21 Championship game last Sunday in that great victory over Clare Castle. But again, Michael, you know, someone else's loss is going to be a gain for someone else. And, you know, you have players that have proven, yourselves, proven themselves throughout the Championship. They're more than capable of coming in and doing a very good job. Yeah, they are. We've had a good impact off the bench in fairness in most of the matches, you know, and particularly the few times we needed. And and again on Sunday, I thought Colin Hart in the final was excellent after coming in. You know, so so there's 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 a good panel there. They've trained hard all the year, and I I have no doubt that 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 um, that the replacements will do, will will fit in seamlessly, and 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 they'll do a good job. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. Michael, uh, thanks for taking the time to talk to us here. Uh, once again, as Gareth Bay Community Radio, we wish all the players, management, and the, look at the parish of Ogunlo the very best of luck as they embrace this Munster Club Challenge campaign. Good man, Leo. Thanks very much. And, and uh, fingers crossed we'll, we'll, we'll have a good result and we'll be back again next week. Yes, and, and that's, what we're in t- that's what we're aiming for, Michael. Thanks very much. Cheers, Leo. Thanks.
And once again, thanks to Michael Sheedy for taking the time to talk to us here. And we wished him all the very best to look once more. And now we, 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 we turn for a, an independent analysis of all the games. And we're joined here by our regular co-comment role, co-presenter here on Scarf Bay Community Radio, um, is Pat McNamara. Pat, you're welcome. Thanks very much, Leo. Pat, look, we, we said at the outset uh, to Ali here in, in the interview, normally at this time of the year you, you, you'll be thinking of shutting down in, in sport, with where sports has gone. In fact, it's probably one of the busiest weekends of the year, especially here in East Clare with a, a variety of games. And it's a pity with the times and all the times that are clashing that unfortunately we can't make all the games. But what a weekend of entertainment ahead, Pat. A great, a great week is right, Leo. And it is such a shame that all condensed together. I mean, that's nobody's fault. But, you know, there's so many games we'd love to see, but Camogie and Hurling and obviously we won't be able to see them all, but I'll bring them all to the, to the listeners, but we'll do as much as, much as we can, I suppose. And um, they're so, such important games as well, you know, seeing Camogie replay and Munster Club, Camogie and Hurling, and there's so much going on, you know, on Clare teams, East Clare teams particularly involved that we'd love to see. So, look at all we can do is wish them all the best and hope that we, we'll get victories and uh, as the victories come, the, the games being spaced out in the future, we can cover them all further. Hopefully, there's no doubt. And Pet, we start off with the with really, I suppose, one of the most talked about games uh, 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 for a long time here in East Clare. It was a game that was due to take place a few weeks ago, but due to different different circumstances and bureaucratic bureaucratical de- de- decisions, the game is now going ahead on Saturday in in Wicket. It's that eagerly awaited junior C final between uh, Scarif and Bodike, and I suppose. Look at there's 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 thirty forty lads that are after getting the month's training that they think they didn't think they were going to get pet. The next time we have these lads running running up and down the field uh, looking for the ball. <laughs> One time we expect you to you you didn't want any ball to come at all in the old days when when that grade came in first and stuff just just seen maybe as a fun thing. But look, it's uh, I've seen a few games that are run that Kilinini here were going well initially. I thought of playing a few games and uh, they missed the, missed the game with, with the Dyke for but Dyke beat them and deservedly so. But it's created a huge interest. Scarif and 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 but Dyke deservedly got to the final and uh, you know it's created enormous interest around around these players and uh, you know a lot of these lads are taking it very seriously and and and, and I'm sure the next month's training will have. Uh, we have made a bit of a say one to run the next three yards or two in the games. So it's look at it's going to be a great occasion again. It's a little bit late for it, I suppose, but maybe one or two of the players who played for a few decades now won't mind uh, the ground be a little bit more sticky, but uh, the younger lads would like it finer. But look at it, it's going to be a great occasion. And, uh, you know, the game can definitely go either way. I mean, but I was very impressive against our own lads because our lads had won some games handsomely playing great stuff. And, and but like to beat them was a good thing. And yes, we know. Was a great thing for Bodaiki. Let me know that Scarif are uh, a fine team as well with some notable players, young and old, and and in between. So look at it's got to make it a great occasion. And I think either way, uh, holding in East Clare will be the winner anyway. And uh, I'm, I'm hearing that uh, Scarif are slight favourites, but I will not be surprised that Bodaiki have, have a lot of good lads as well in that squad. So really, a, a great occasion. And, and I think it can go either way. So I don't know about tipping. I haven't seen either team. You know, as I said, I missed that before that. They fight between Bodaik and Killeen to judge George Bodaik, but Gareth ran a high in holding as well. Look at a tip, a tip, a tip that will need a replay. Good man, Pat, and and Pat, Pat the county secretary Ronnie Pat Fitzgerald will be absolutely delighted to hear that, Pat. Pat, we turned in, we turned in to the uh, first of the Munster Championship Club Championship games. It's Smith O'Brien's, you know, fresh from their intermediate win over St Joseph's, taking on um, Dunhill from Waterford, Pat, and you know. 
I suppose we don't know a whole lot about Dunhill, but credit uh, Smith O'Brien's. We'd hope that they'd have a good run in the Munster Club campaign. Yeah, so we'd all been very impressed with Smith O'Brien this year and indeed last year, particularly this year. And the way they won, they won that, the, the semi-final and final particularly, you know, conditions getting worse for holding. So uh, the skillful lads show their wares in the bad weather and in the lads who, who, who can dig in and win, win 50-50 battles in tough conditions. did that stuff as well. And uh, the Ryan seem to be on a bit of a role, maybe like Scarif holding as well. And uh, it would be great for them to take next step. And, you know, maybe home Benny would swing it. It's a long old drive up from, from Dunhill. I know they come up on the mission. We know we all know Waterford holding is in strong position too. But uh, look, at Mitchell Bryan's have done not a single thing wrong all this year, and you know who's there that they won't take another step further uh, at the weekend. And Pat, we did, we turned into the game on Sunday. Uh, uh, Ogunlo uh, taking on uh, Bricky Rangers. Uh, Waterford uh, opposition again. You know, and both wearing black and amber jerseys. Both have to change their jerseys. This match is on in the bridge. Look at Ogunlo, Pat, we saw it in the flesh the last day. What a, a performance in the county final. If you ever wanted to produce your best performance, uh, they produced their best performance in years in the county final. You would imagine maybe that home adventures is going to count here again, Pat. Well, here's one game, Leo, to agree with you that I, I don't think I'd even sit in the fence because Ogunlo were so impressive in the in the county final against Christine. Now, I, I made the comment that maybe Christine did look to be particularly great to a team what we saw in the county final but talking to a few lads since they told me that Christine had been highly impressive on the way to the final and indeed looked like a super team in the couple of their games you know between experienced and young lads that we know of and uh, so for a gun lot to blitz them the way they did was highly impressive great conditions down in Munich so I, I definitely think that that would the performance a repeat of anything like that at all even 90% of it I think should be good enough to see off the challenge of Pretty Rangers because as it the Gunlo were so impressive uh it's hard to see them being stopped unless Bricky Rangers are a super team and we have no reason to believe that they are. So, good enough for me if they can reproduce and take their normal form. And Pat, also now on, on Sunday there's the, the Munster Senior campaign and Bellier fresh from their victory over Ina Kilimona take on a Belly Gunner team who have won, I don't know how many championships in a row they've won in Waterford. They definitely eye up bigger things. They haven't played in quite a while now, Pat, in Belly Gunners. It's a good number of weeks since they won the county final, which they won handsomely. Uh, Betty and Betty Gunner bit of rivalry building here between these two clubs Pat yeah this is the makings of a very interesting encounter because <clears throat> I think everybody who knows everybody who knows Betty at all will know they're not just going to keep up they're not going to give up after a savage fight and they will dig in and you know without Tony Kelly other lads have been taking responsibility and have been you know they've always been tough anyway to, to, you know the way they, the pride they have at the club and, and, and they stay for the game 100% in every single game but without Tony Kelly I think other lads have taken responsibility uh, to lead you know people like Jack Brown Gary Brennan you know Paul Flanagan uh, you know uh, Cahill O'Connor even the last way more known as a footballer uh, Pierce Lewis and, and several others we've mentioned so um I think they must have a real chance of, 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 of just taking this to the wire. But if you had to be coldly calculating about it, the experience of Valley Gunner at the top level in Munster, you know, uh, and Waterford, you know, they've won so much that they're so impressive. And I suppose that break they had, you know, could be a factor against them. But, you know, they have the experience to know how to manage that break. I'm sure they've got challenges from teams being involved with the university teams or whatever, you know, that they've got... And matches to play and maybe just up their training but I suppose without Tony Kelly if you had to really really call it you'd probably say Belly Gunner but I have a funny feeling that you had a rare fight for Belly and, and, and you know it won't be a shock should Belly pull it off but probably you'd have to say 
Ali Gunner a slight favourite and maybe deserve today. And Pet, before we leave this game, is it fair to say, Pet, regarding Billy Gunner, is a club that, for all the success they've had at Waterford, that they've underachieved at provincial and national level? I think it is fair to say that, Leo. Yeah, I mean, they've been brilliant at Waterford. They've been brilliant in some early Munster games, but they certainly have. You know, they they won't be happy, I'd say, without uh, an All Ireland title on St Paddy's Day or whenever there's going to be played in the future. And uh, they haven't done that. I mean, all the great clubs of recent years are Hirschick, <coughs> Belly Hale. Would be and the Laguna are comparable to them in their in their in their county and and, and uh, the provincial campaign, but they just haven't taken that, that that next level yet. So I think you know the time has come for them to do it soon as well. I know Daisy Hutchinson was returned during the last couple of years was a massive addition for them, uh, but maybe up to that before that maybe the panel began to get, look a bit stale. But you know they're walking through water it every year. So yeah, slightly underachieved. So that'll be in their minds and maybe Bellier could play on that too if they can just. Maybe, you know, have it the last quarter really competitive. Maybe Doug could set in for Belly Gunner. But uh, as I say, it would be foolish to kind of go against Belly Gunner being an all-known form. Good man, Pat. And Pat, we turn now from Hurland uh, to Camogie and look at two of the biggest games uh, ever uh, that have appeared in, in East Clare. Camogie, you know, you have the, the 2020 Munster Junior uh, Camogie final, uh, your own Fecal Kilinina involved there. Again, Clan Morris of, of Kerry and... I suppose, look, it's great for us, first of all, that this game is going ahead at all. You know, to give them the chance to play the provincial yeah. final, it would have been a, a tremendous injustice if they hadn't got the opportunity. That opportunity has now arose. Are you expecting Munster Championship glory, Pat, to hit uh, Loch Rainey on this Saturday? Maybe expecting it might be too strong a word, Lee, but certainly quite hopeful of it. Um, I suppose the great, the great um, enigma would be Clan Morris. I mean, it's the Kerry Junior team, you could say. It's a team made up of several uh, girls from several of the holding club strongholds in North Kerry. And uh, we're, we're all at a, it's kind of a loss to know. We don't play, I think, in the Limerick League anymore. So we're all at a loss to know how they actually, you know, get their seven or eight games or ten games a year that you need for, for normal competition and keep girls interested. But they're doing something right down there anyway. And, of course, their understanding of each other is brilliant. Nina had a you know a reasonable class of their first full year in, in senior. They won the shield against the Breach, which was a decent achievement, I suppose, even though a lot of people wouldn't value the shield too much. Uh, very competitive in, in the senior championship. Joe Clanara, obviously, uh, maybe a team that they, 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 were, they were probably the, the, the best team they would face, but uh, and, and proved it. But um, uh, um, I think that. Basically, they're going down there, I'd say, very confident. Uh, if they play the kind of holding they can play, having, as I said, four or five very good senior games in the Clare Championship, we know who competitors the Clare Championship is and how those Clare senior teams all can eat each other and get the best and can do well in Munster. So, look, at they should be able to win this game uh, by playing their best. But look, the conditions have deteriorated. The weather's got colder. Each condition will be tough. And, you know... Ken Morris have such an understanding playing together for so long that they could always be blindfolded. So it's it's kind of a banana skin in a way. But uh, having said that, we'd be hopeful that uh, our, our girls and Kalina can turn it on and get the scores, you know, to win this. Uh, they have lots of lively forwards and uh, you'll be hoping for being able to handle the occasion and, and, and to get the win. It'd certainly be a great honour for Stoke. Yeah. Just, which is a huge club, really. Yeah, indeed, we wish them the very best. There's also the, the Munster Senior uh, Club final from 2020, and Ainic in uh, playing uh, Drum and Inch, Drum and Inch fresh from their uh, championship victory in Tipperary last weekend. Ainic in the smarting from a semi final defeat uh, to Scarifo Gunlo. How would you see this one going, Pat? Again, hard enough to call you. Um, 
had enough to call the games on in West Limerick, so that's not healthy either. And, uh, I suppose I and Kildare, if it was played last year when uh, and no COVID, you'd certainly fancy them because they were so impressive and clear. This year, they weren't quite as impressive. There was a slight slippage, I think, in their form, but you know that's bound to happen you know, when you're near the top so long. But I thought the Inch having won the championship last weekend too, maybe we'll have a couple of two or three days of celebration and maybe that will balance things out. So look at Aina Kilnamon and all to win tough games, no question about it. So I, I still think Aina Kilnamon will have enough to talk to Andre O'Keefe return, having returned and maybe get, get a bit of training in, in recent times. So, you know, if all those factors come into play and uh, given 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 uh, Aina Kilnamon's Munster experience and, and, and that I think they might just pull off this one and it will be, again, another great feather in, in, in Clare or in Kogi's cap to do it. But, um, you know, it, it's going to be a tough one for them. But, uh, you know, the fact that, as, as we said, you know, the Drummond Inch just won last weekend, uh, it, it does inter- interfere with your, with your uh, build-up to an extent, whereas Aina Kilimone have a time to think and time to build for it. So maybe that might just swing it in Aina Kilimone's favour. And to be a great achievement for Clare if two provincial finals yeah. came to the parish or came Absolutely. to the county in, in, in yeah. the one but, weekend. Pet, but not easily won, Leo. Either of them will not be easily won, that's a guarantee. That's for sure. Pet, does the small matter also of the senior uh, county final Camogie replay, uh, Scarfo Gunlo against Token Lara, magnificent game two weeks ago. How would you see the replay going, Pet? First of all, Leo, it's a game I'd love to see live. Uh, it just look at it. it has everything you'd ask for in terms of the ingredients for a top class match, regardless of weather conditions. Two outstanding teams, the two best teams in the county currently, no question. Uh, they served up an unbelievable game the last day in the drawing game. <coughs> no court for giving a rest. Uh, Clonera started really nervously and couldn't get into the game for 15, 20 minutes. Scarlett Gunnlaw started you know, all guns blazing early on. And they just didn't put the scores on the board. They could have put the game away really uh, early on. There could be about two goals. And it could have been about two, six or seven at halftime, to be honest about it, or, uh, but by, even by the first quarter. It wasn't so. In fairness to a decent team like Trucle and Allen, got, got their chance to come back into it and did and got their couple of goals. But it was a super game for, full of absolute intensity. A few tackles, maybe really over, overboard tackles, I suppose Kira's a victim for one or two of those. So I'm sure she'll be... She'll be trying to get back and maybe not even to score but you know uh, stand for authority in the game there at centre back as well but I, I think it has the makings of a great game absolutely I have said all year since I saw them the true Clannara are a real danger anybody in fair that danger hasn't gone away I wouldn't I wouldn't tip down for good with any great confidence at all because I think true Clannara are just an extremely high quality side uh, Louise Egan the wing back I, I, tip, I, I just think there's always been a, a fabulous player early in the year and she was there the match in the final plus there'll be county players so look at Sinead Hall Connor back as well there's so many good players the goalkeeper's outstanding again returning I think after a bit of an accident so um, tough, a tough tough game for Scarlett it would not take me take, surprise me in the least if this one takes time yet again and as I know what happens it's a level after extra time Lewis, or is there penalties or something there's extra, extra time and penalties Pat yeah and penalties so it wouldn't surprise me if it goes to that, but look, um, when all this said and done, Scarlett for Gundla, when it comes to the, the, the nitty gritty, like they fought back the last day from four points down at the bit, you know, to draw it. And I think that experience alone and that good finish might have knocked it into the window through Clannara. So a hesitant vote to Scarlett for Gundla, but as I said, Leo, I'd say the match would be no more than a point or two. Yeah, and and we did, we hope that it, it maybe it is that it will be enough uh, to bring the McMahon Cup back uh, to Scarafogundo. Pet, before we we close here on Sportsline uh, on this uh, show, Pet, 
we know you're you're very you're you're very interested in the sport of rugby. And Pat, once again in the autumn series, Irish rugby <coughs> is at the cream of the crop. It is, Leo, and I think we're all a bit more cautious this time because now the ratings going up. I think they're ranked three in the world, is it three maybe two, three anyway. And uh, we got a bit excited when those things happened before. And we went to the World Cup and we more or less flopped again. So I think everybody this time, even the players, to hear them talking after the great displays against Japan, particularly New Zealand and, and uh, again Argentina, I think they were very grounded, which is a good sign. A lot of players have been blooded as well by Palace seems to have changed his, changed his tech completely from what we feared. He was like the same old, same old after Schmidt. I think he's given so many lads a run that lads we didn't even maybe think would get the run. Uh, had got a little bit of experience. Um, some of the lads returned back from injury have been outstanding, like Caelan Dollars. Peter O'Mahony is still brilliant uh, at his age uh, and as tough as, as tough as ever winning hardball as well. Very impressive. Brilliant against uh, the All Blacks. But then again, the fact that France pummels the All Blacks takes a slight piece of gloss off Ireland as well. And maybe just no harm either because the focus now will be on, on France as well. But look, it's going to be we're only six or seven weeks away from maybe seven or eight weeks from Six nations. Six nations. What six nations going to be here? But um, I suppose the question is now: Are Ireland at the time they run winning the six nations would be great, but it wouldn't be as important as building a real, real squad of, of at least two top players in every position from the World Cup. And I think that will be Farrell's aim. And I'm glad to see the force they're taking at management level that they are building players and maybe thinking to the future rather than rather than just you know winning the present. Having said that against France and England particularly and maybe Wales and they're playing them next January, February. We'll all be hoping that they absolutely beat them on the scoreboard as well. But you know, the longer picture is the is the most important one. But I think the squad is being strengthened all along and there's some a lot of good players there who have really put their hands up for inclusion. There are really two players not many of the positions and that's a great sign. Yeah, good sign of Irish rugby and in fairness Andy Farrell he's doing a very good job with Irish rugby and we look forward with with with, with, with I would be with, hoping Sorry, I just want to. I would be hoping that Jack Carthew at some stage will continue his great form for Connacht because I think he's one of the top two or three out halves in the country at the moment. He's not there at the moment, but he's maybe the one thing I'd like to see Jack Carthew being in there. Uh, you know, Borden didn't do a whole lot the last day, so maybe maybe Carberry has certainly done a, has a lot of good. But I'd love to see Jack Carthew in there at maybe number three currently and be able to cover if six and is injured or whatever. So. Maybe that's one little thing I would like to see, but it's hard to, it's hard to cap about it. Everything has been going very well, and it's great to see the good displays. But above all, the squad, the squad now being extended to, to as I said, 25 or 30 lads who can really do a job for, for, the, for, the, for the Green Jersey. Yeah, indeed, Jack Carty, for the other Green Jersey of Connacht, he's just after signing a three-year deal with IRFU. So good to see him staying around. So he's committed to the cause and, as you said, a tremendous rugby player. And... Look, at, we wish them all the very best. Look, it's, it's an exciting time for rugby uh, once again. Pat, uh, thank you very much for your thoughts on this. Uh, we know that you're you're hitting off uh, uh, at the weekend for Mello uh, commentating on that Munster Junior uh, club final and we wish you the very best to look with that. And same uh, to yourself, yourself in the commentary and Scarlett as well in the senior replay as well. So look, at, it could be a brilliant weekend for, for East Clare or local Camogue and holding teams and we wish them all the very, very best indeed. Yeah, and with that, Pat, that concludes our sports on show here today on Scarpe Community Radio in association with their credit union and on 88.3 FM and 92.7 FM. My thanks to all the guests, Ollie Noon, 
David Sullivan, Brendan Foley, Michael Sheedy, and Pat McNamara for talking to us here on Scarab Bay Community Radio. My thanks to Jim Collins in the Cultural Tower. And all that remains is for me, Leo Doyle. We hope you all enjoy your weekend of sport uh, coming up and the very best of luck to all teams um, involved. And stay safe uh, and, and abide by the uh, protocols. So for me, Leo Doyle, until we meet again, it's Bannock Day, August Lawn. <laughs>